Hello and welcome back to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and I welcome you back to Season 3 of Weathering the Storm on the Scattered Abroad Network. And today we are recording Episode 2, Weathering the Storm When a Loved One Dies. If you tuned in last week, you know that we discussed how we can weather the storm when tragedy strikes. And in that episode, I opened up about uh, my dad who passed away on October the 28th of 2021. And we went to Psalm 46. We talked about the fact that our God is our refuge and strength, that he is a very present help in time of trouble. And so that points to uh, his stability that he provides for us, his ability in which he strengthens us, and his availability, and the fact that he is always there for us. But in this episode, I want to think about how we can respond properly, and how we can weather the storm when a loved one dies. I mentioned in our last episode that uh, there have been uh, several loved ones who have passed away, and I have preached far too many funerals already. It's always a sad occasion. But it is different when that individual was a child of God, a faithful child of God. In fact, that makes all the difference in the world. Now you think about what the Apostle Paul said to the brethren at Thessalonica, First Thessalonians 4, 13 and following. He says, I don't want you to sorrow as others who have no hope. He says, there's a different kind of mourning here. There's a different kind of sorrow. You see, the, for the faithful, those who are, have died in Christ, those who sleep in Jesus, When Jesus comes back, they will come up and arise to meet him in the air. And we who are alive and remain, Paul says, will meet him in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Verse 18 simply says, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. When a loved one dies, we do search for comfort. We search for answers. We search for closure. Many times we don't know what to do. We don't know what to say. We don't know how to feel. But the Bible gives us the answer as to how we can weather this storm when a loved one dies. We know that God is the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our tribulation, that we can go and comfort others, 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 4. We know that the Lord has promised to never leave us nor forsake us as we live for Him, Hebrews 13, 5, and 6. And we know that Jesus is our perfect example. He's our example in suffering. He's our example uh, in how we are to live from day to day. He is the one that we are to look to and follow in his steps, 1 Peter 2, 21. I want to invite you to John chapter 11. If you have your Bibles and you're in a place where you can sit and open them, I want to invite you to that great text. Here we learn that Jesus will lose a loved one. And seeing how he responds, we can learn several lessons from him. In fact, I want to share four specific lessons from Jesus that we can learn when we lose a loved one. How can we weather the storm when a loved one dies? Before we dive into this text and before we bring out these four points, I do want to remind you that this podcast, Weathering the Storm, is on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are a network in which we are uh, striving to bring glory to God. We're striving to reach as many souls as possible and be united in that stance, even though we are scattered abroad. 
There are several podcasts on this network. This network is growing, which is incredible, and we have God to thank for that. But we have material out every day of the week. And so I want to encourage you to go and visit us on our website, scatteredabroad.org, to email us, thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com, to like us on Facebook, check us out on Instagram, and certainly download uh, the Scattered Abroad Network podcast uh, to wherever you get your podcast. And again, every day of the week, we have new material out. Uh, the first Sunday of every month, we have our joint podcast. You can find that on our YouTube channel. And again, we are striving to get this material out in, in every way possible so we can get it to as many uh, ears as possible. So all who listen, all who uh, tune in each week will hopefully be encouraged and strengthened and look unto God, specifically with this podcast, to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining that unwavering faith in God. If you're there with me at John chapter 11, let's begin by simply uh, giving an overview of what is going to take place. We learn that Jesus had a friend named Lazarus, and Lazarus became very sick, and he died. We read that Jesus delayed his coming because he knew what would take place. In John 11 and verse 25, Jesus made one of the incredible I am statements when he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet he shall live. Jesus would raise Lazarus from the dead, and he would give glory to the Father. He tells his audience, I'm thankful that you are here to see this, because this is an opportunity to bring glory to my Father. And so this is the account in brief. A man who had died, he had been dead some four days. Jesus raised him from the dead, showing incredible power. But again, let's think about four things we learn about death and suffering, and how we can weather the storm when we lose a loved one. In the first place, as we strive to contemplate death, we strive to contemplate the fact that our loved one's not going to be there anymore. When Thanksgiving dinner comes, and when Christmas morning comes, and when your birthday comes, when their birthday comes, they're not going to be there. How do we cope with that? How do we get through the day-to-day pain when a loved one has gone on? The first thing that we need to remember is that death is like going to sleep. Death is like going to sleep. You know, as you find in Scripture, not just here in John 11, but in other passages, such as Revelation 14, 13, blessed the dead who die in the Lord, that their works do follow them. It says that they, they sleep in Jesus. We pointed out 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18, just a few moments ago. And Paul uses the same language. Those who sleep in Jesus. There's this idea of rest. And you know, sleep is something that we plan for. (laughs) Sleep is not something that we dread. You know, typically, I'd say most of us enjoy looking forward to that moment of, of rest, that moment of sleep. When you think about death, it is like going to sleep. And Jesus compared it to sleep for our benefit, because he's the compassionate teacher. So in John 11 and verse 11, notice Jesus asked the people, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, does not stumble because he sees the light. 
of this world. But if one walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. Verse 11 says, These things he said, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Did you notice that language? He sleeps. I'm just going to wake him up. Now, when you continue in the text, verse 12, his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he'll get well. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought he was speaking about taking rest in sleep. So Jesus paints that picture again for our benefit. Lazarus had died. He was dead, no doubt about it. Verse 14, then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. But notice again, verse 15, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there that you may believe. You know, that's the purpose of the book of John. John 20, 30, and 31, that you might believe that Jesus is the Son of God. That's why all these miracles are recorded. So Jesus is going to take a tragic event, a horrible moment, and turn into something wonderful to the glory of God. So when we lose a loved one, how can we begin to weather that storm? Just remember that death is like going to sleep. Our loved one, is asleep. Again, Revelation 14, 13, 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 and 14, if you'd like to have those passages, as we think about death being like going to sleep. A second point I want to emphasize from this chapter is that death gives us a chance to strengthen and grow our faith. Death gives us a chance, gives us an opportunity to strengthen and grow our faith. Notice verse 15 again. I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. This would give them, the disciples, an incredible opportunity to strengthen their faith in Jesus. This is, in fact, the Son of God. He's raising people from the dead. You remember the religious leaders who hated Jesus, they wanted to trap him. They wanted uh, to turn him in, but they said, what are we going to do? This man is doing many miracles. We, We can't deny that. Nobody could deny that. And so extremely important to think about this opportunity for the disciples to strengthen their faith. But what about you and me? How can we use the death of a loved one to strengthen and grow our faith? What it does is it helps us to focus on what really matters. It helps us to approach the day differently. You see, when when my dad passed away and when I, I spoke at his funeral, I wanted to emphasize to those listening that what matters is is fearing God and keeping His commandments. You know, we get so so caught up on the on the daily grind. We think about going to, to our work. We think about clocking in, clocking out. If I can just make it to the weekend, and we have this mentality of just let me just get through this day and call it a day, start over tomorrow, instead of slowing down to really focus on what matters. And that's our faith. It's our family. You see, I didn't mention finances. I didn't mention the ball game. There are things that are not inherently wrong, but we can spend so much of our life focusing on things that don't really matter. And so as the song encourages us to do, let's build our hopes on things eternal while we hold on to God's unchanging hand. Jesus said, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, not on earth. Matthew six nineteen. Through 21, when someone passes away, and even when it's a loved one, especially when it's a loved one, it gives us an opportunity to strengthen our faith in God. 
to say, I'm going to focus on what truly matters. I'm going to put the priorities where they need to be. I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God, Matthew 6, 33. And so death is like going to sleep, and death gives us a chance to strengthen and grow our faith. Here's a third point I want to share with you of how we can weather the storm when a loved one dies. It is okay to weep. It is okay to weep. John eleven thirty five is is a passage that many can quote. Uh, this is perhaps one of the first ones that you decided to memorize and quote. Jesus wept, and even though that's a short verse, there's a lot to unpack there. Jesus, the the Son of God, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, he wept. He showed emotion. He showed a human emotion. And we know that Jesus was God in the flesh, according to John 1.14. And read Colossians chapter 1, you're going to arrive at that truth. But when we think about Jesus weeping, again, it gives us an opportunity to look at his example. He cried because he lost a friend. A loved one died. It was a very real emotion for him. He didn't try to hide it. He didn't try to bottle it up and bury it. He wept. And to all of you who are listening who maybe you're going through a trial, maybe you're going through a storm, listen, it's okay to cry. It's okay to weep. What's dangerous is if you try to bottle it up and, and hold it up, and then one day it, it, it gets very, very bad. When you have those moments, weep. And understand that no tear falls to the ground without God knowing about it. His eyes are over the righteous. His ears are open to their prayers. 1 Peter 3.12 God says, Cast all your care on me, for I care for you. 1 Peter 5.7 See, God does care. God is listening. He's watching. When you're crying, you're not by yourself. It's a very natural emotion. And again, we look to the example of Jesus. And isn't it comforting to know that Jesus sympathizes with us when we face difficult times? You know why? Because he knows what it feels like. When you cry by a grave, Jesus knows what that's like because he's done it too. Hebrews 4.15 Jesus, our great high priest, was tempted in all points like as we are yet without sin. And so we can approach the throne of grace boldly in times of need. When we need that mercy and that grace, let's go to God. Jesus knows what it's like. And his example shows us it's okay to weep. That will help you weather the storm when you lose a loved one. Don't try to hold it in. Don't try to hold it back. Allow yourself to grieve. Allow yourself to feel that pain. And it can help you get through it. Jesus understands what it's like to lose a loved one. And he also understands how to comfort those who are grieving. You know, he had to die. And he told his disciples he was going to die. They were very confused. They were distraught. They were depressed. They said, what are we going to do? Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, you believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. 
Remember, Thomas said, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said, I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. What great comfort then. In looking to the example of Jesus, who wept, and Jesus who said, let not your heart be troubled. Allow yourself to feel those emotions. Be real. Be honest. And know that God will provide the comfort that we need to get through it. And so we've noticed that we can cope with death. We can cope. We can weather the storm when a loved one dies. If we remember that death is like going to sleep, that death will give us a chance to increase and strengthen and grow our faith. That it is okay to weep. And then fourth and finally, let's remember that when we lose a loved one, we must do what we can do and control what we can control. You know, I find it interesting here in John 11 what Jesus asked the people to do. You remember that he, he comes to bring Lazarus out of the tomb. And in verse 39, Jesus tells the people to take away the stone. <laughs> Let me ask you something. You think Jesus could have taken away that stone by himself? Oh, of course. He made that stone. Jesus could have looked at that stone and moved it. He wouldn't even have to lift a finger. So why did he tell them to move the stone? Because God, in his wisdom, never does for us what we can do for ourselves. Jesus could have moved that, but he wanted them to. I can choose how I respond. How, what am I going to do? How am I going to weather the storm? Let me give you two thoughts. Two things that have really helped me. And I know that I'm still in the early process of grieving the loss of my father. And I know that I'm going to have some hard days ahead. I know that. I just want to share two things with you that, that have helped me so far. Number one, stay busy. Stay busy. Recording this podcast is such a great blessing to me because after I pray about it and put the time into writing these outlines, it's so rewarding to be able to to get on this, this platform and be able to talk to you. I, I look forward to this. This is something that is very helpful for me, but there is work involved. So staying busy has been, has been very helpful. Um, I teach Bible class at Georgia Christian School. I'm teaching the book of Genesis right now to the middle school class. I'm able to write uh, weekly articles in the paper here. I'm teaching Job on our Wednesday night class. Set, we made it 7 o'clock Wednesday nights, and we are walking through the book of Job. And, of course, being in the pulpit on Sunday. And then I go home <laughs> to my wife and four children. So I'm busy. But you know what? I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful to be busy because it helps me. It helps my mind to keep focusing on good, positive things. And so that's one thing that can help you. Stay busy. Look for opportunities to, to do the work of the Lord. Look for opportunities to serve others. It can be very therapeutic. But then number two, and finally, as we bring this episode to a close, keep praying. Keep praying. Don't try to handle this on your own. Don't try to bottle it up. If you're struggling right now and you're suffering because you just lost a loved one, tell God about it. Go to God in prayer. Again, I close with 1 Peter 5, 7. Cast all your care on God, for He cares for you. He wants to hear from you. Go to Him. Stay busy and keep praying. 
And so these are some practical things that will hopefully help us to weather the storm when we lose a loved one. Again, if, if you have lost a loved one recently and you're battling the storm, please know that, that I know how that feels now. I know how it feels to lose a parent and the pain that comes with that. And maybe you're someone and you're grieving the loss of a parent or loss of a loved one. You need to reach out. Please do so. I'd love to talk with you. I'd love to pray with you. And I do hope and pray that this episode and that all the episodes this season that will help all of us to look to God, to grow our faith, and ultimately help us to weather the storm to the glory of God. I thank you so much for listening. May God bless you. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.